This episode of The Business Bites is sponsored by HoneyBook. Conquer the chaos of your workflow. HoneyBook streamlines and automates your client's experience from inquiry to final invoice. They help you keep your clients moving through the workflow with automated reminders and notifications. Your entire pipeline within HoneyBook visualizes where you are with your clients and what you need to work on all in one place. You guys know I love this because I love digital contracts, which we're getting ready to talk about. So I encourage you to check out HoneyBook. They are pretty awesome to help you conquering the chaos and making sure you stay on top of your workflows so you have more time for life in the end. Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. But... I am going to get on a soapbox today, guys. I am going to talk about using digital contracts. I'm not going to talk about the reasons you need to have contracts. In a nutshell, expectation tool, legal protection tool, customer service tool, we'll talk about that in another episode. But the use of digital contracts saves your life, your client and customer's lives. It allows everyone to be happier, more efficient, and saves the trees. Because in this day and age with technology, there's no reason that we're not using digital contracts to the best that we can for more efficiency, best legal protection, and just so that we don't have to wait on the other person. Because think about this. You send me a contract in PDF form. I'm on my phone picking up the kids from school, sitting in the car pickup line, and I get your contract for me to sign. I'm the customer in this case, right? And you want me to book you. Well, I have to wait till I get home, go plug my computer into the printer, realize that the printer is out of ink, either get on Amazon and wait a day or two for it to come or drive down to Walmart after I get all five kids back in the vehicle, fight through Walmart trying to figure out which ink I need, come all the way home only for it to jam and have to sit there for 15, 20 minutes so frustrated. Now imagine if you had sent me a digital contract that I could one click sign online. I'd have been done before even little Timmy got in the car to tell me about his day and to take him to soccer practice, okay? I absolutely can't stand when people do PDFs, want me to print, sign it, and send it back. Online digital contracts is the way to go. If you get nothing else out of any of the podcasts that I talk about, please listen to that most. But, of course, i got to give you a little information. Are digital contracts even legal? Well, obviously, if I'm in my soapbox about this, digital contracts and signatures are legal. uh, We have the eSign Act in the United States that backs us up. Congress enacted this act with three goals in mind. To allow us to use and sign legally binding contracts online. To increase business efficiency by speeding up the contracting process, which is what I've been talking about, and facilitating commerce. And lastly, it's intended for it to strengthen consumer protection as it relates to e-commerce because there's mandated disclosures, retention of accurate records, and they also create specific exceptions as well, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So it's awesome that we can have these digital contracts and signatures, right? But what really contracts a digital contract or a signature? Really, the scope of what I'm going to talk about is when you're using the online systems that are available out there that are contract signing systems. They may vary in their terms a little bit, but just know that it is not all that you have to have in order for it to be a legally and binding document. You could utilize the pen contracts like I talked about, but that's such a pain in the behind. 
Now, fast forwarding a little bit, what is their criteria for admissibility for a contract? First, we must be able to prove by the intent of the individual that signing and security of the signed document, which is really important because a digital contract may not be allowed in court due to lack of security or authentication. I share this to say you guys need to check on the systems that you're using. Free is not best. In fact, free often does not have the security and it's also allowing for your client's information to be publicly shared. Happens all the time. I've seen it. Trust me, it happens. Now, I do want you guys to keep in mind that in a contract, not just in the digital signing age, but we need to have clear and consistent terms. The parties need to have a legal capacity to sign. There needs to be an exchange of value between parties, no duress or undue influence, and they did not sign by mistake or without knowledge of meaning of the contract. So essentially, use these online contract signing systems for efficiency, facilitate your commerce, and also allow for people to understand they're signing a contract. Label as a contract, send it through a contract signing system, they're going to see that it's a legal document. It also gives you professional points in the consumer's eyes, and you fulfill the last requirement of the valid contract. That is knowing that it's a contract, right? Now, there are some contracts that are not really that important to creatives or entrepreneurs that are enforceable by electronic signatures, such as wills, um, documents relating to adoption, divorce, and other family law matters, those types of things. If you want to look at the entire e-sign act of carving out these exceptions, go ahead and go take a look. Just Google e-sign act and you'll find it. But that's just to let you guys know the context of how you need to work with digital signatures. They are valid as long as your contract is valid. The contract is by signed by the person it's intending to, they're in their right mind, and all those items that I just listed out. So we've got that. We are, we've got all the elements of a contract. We've got our contract signing system, but we need to make sure that the system is secure. This is really super important to me. We have the duty as business owners to protect our clients' information and to let them know what they are signing. All right, so I've already sold you guys on digital contracts. There's a variety of options out there, WordPress plugins, studio management softwares, and so forth. I'm going to link my favorites into the transcript of this uh, episode. You can go to rachelbreaky.com forward slash EPI30. Just keep in mind that there's a lot of systems out there and I don't recommend you choosing systems that do not have the security in place. That don't identify that it's a legally binding contract. Now, once you've done that, you're not done. I recommend backing up the contract. In fact, I recommend backing up in the rule of threes. On my computer, I have an external and then I have a cloud. Then I have my uh, computer always running for Dropbox as well. So I have three, I have the computer, external. I have Backblaze or a crash plan that's running in the background. Then I also drag all my important documents into Dropbox. Now, keep in mind, utilizing digital contracts up front before you ever get the client in the door for any type of session is a perfect way for you guys to be able to have a one-on-one. Whether you're having a photography session, you're designing a logo for them, or you're a wedding planner, you don't necessarily want to spend the entire time that you meet one-on-one working on this contract stuff, sending contracts digitally ahead of time, giving the clients an opportunity to read it, understand it, and ask questions, and then digitally assigned, send back to you, gives copies to you both. You both can electronically store it and have it backed up. Everyone is happy. There's a law that supports it for you. Use this business efficiency. Make the most out of it. I hope that this really has encouraged you to dig into the area of digital contract signing. Keep in mind the prerequisites that you need to have. You need to have the the um, 
clear and consistent terms and contract, legal capacity to sign, exchange of value between parties, no duress or undue influence, and make sure that it is identified that it is a contract. You're not hiding it in the little text of your website, putting a different heading to it, make it nice and clear. These contract signing systems that are secure, that are intended for contract signing, will do this for you. Get on board with one of these, get behind them, use them, integrate it into your client workflow, and you guys will have no problem protecting yourself legally, assuming that it is a lawyer-drafted contract, but ensuring that you've delivered all the information to the client. They're going to feel more confident. They're going to buy into you, see you as more professional. They're going to feel protected. You're going to be protected. And at the end of the day, that is what matters most. This episode was sponsored by HoneyBook, an online client management system that I strongly recommend you guys check out for your business. It has contracts, questionnaires, payment options, anything you can think of to help facilitate and run your creative business. I highly recommend HoneyBook for contract signing. For all the reasons that you guys just heard through this episode, go on and check it out. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbytespodcast.com. Until next time. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbytespodcast.com. Until next time.